Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me when wanting more was the frustration around being a salary employee, right? Is I was working tons of hours and I was like, why am I not getting paid more, right? It's like, now I could be an entrepreneur and the more hours I work, the more I get paid. And so that was my whole idea of like why I shouldn't be punished for working more hours. Like, <laughs> And so I definitely have changed my mindset around, okay, like, time is my most important asset. And so I try to find ways how I can gain more time in a sense of not working, right? How can I set things up in my work or um, in my investments that can just be passive of other people run it. And so then I can spend more time with my family doing things I enjoy going with my friends, that kind of stuff. You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3 with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne. All right, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Den. I'm actually here by myself today as Jake's home with a little one sick. So I just got off an amazing conversation with uh, Torrin Zonferelli. I met him at Grey Wolf Summit. And he shared one of his awesome cigars with me the night before the event actually happened. And it was just, you know, we bonded during the cigar and knew we had to have him on the show. I actually found out quite a bit of his journey of transitioning from nine to five to entrepreneurship and all the growth that he's went through over this last year. We touch on so many topics, the principles and fundamentals that we talk about so often. It's, uh was it's such a great conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy it. You know, we bring up how he's a new council member inside the TGA and where what that looks like and how that's going. This is going to be a nice little update episode and orientation on how to get closer over more. Also, while I'm here by myself, I'd like to just maybe update you guys on what Inside the Den all has. Uh, I know Jake's working in the background, building out our website, which will be, you know, getting an upgrade from our link tree, which our link tree is in the show notes right now. And it'll take you to all the links that we have for the podcast, a press kit on how to get booked on the podcast. If you want to come be a guest, um, link to our telegram channel for updates. It also has a very cool link to the Den events calendar. We've kind of curated all the events that are happening inside the Wolf Den, the TGA, and some of the partner projects and put them all on a Google calendar, which you can grab the link to and, you know, put into your own just to keep track of all the things that are happening, all the, you know, one-on-one -on -one convers or all the public conversations going on, uh, where they are, whether they're on Twitter or Discord. And it's a nice little place to just take a quick peek at at the beginning of the week and see what kind of content is out there that you might want to partake in and discuss, you know, do the double, triple loop learning and all that. So those links are all on, all on our link tree right now, which will be moving towards a website. So really excited to see what Jake come, uh, comes up with. He's kind of the creative builder of the group and is amazing at it. So I uh, can't wait to see that come out, hopefully maybe before the new year, I'll maybe poke them a little bit but um also you know we had maddie dubs on a little while ago and it is almost tax time so you might want to go check out the crypto tax made easy if you hit up our link tree we've got a couple links there that'll take you over there because it is coming to that time of year where crypto tax sucks but if you get ahead of it with maddie dubs course and you know even if I think he has a done for you service, get all those transactions sorted out and in the right place, maybe save you some money over uh, tax season. So I think that's about it for, you know, the call to actions and all that. Always remember to go check us out on Twitter. Um, that's where we post most of our content and share most of our stuff. So make sure you head over there and hit the subscribe button. Thank you, everybody. Now let's dive into that interview with Torrin. All right, another episode of Inside the Den. Today we don't we're missing a host though. Jake is down, sick with uh kids. I guess his little boy was up puking all night. So they didn't get sleep, you know, 
anyways, that's how it goes when you're a parent and working from home and all that stuff. But today we have an awesome guest, Torin. Sorry, I don't know your last name. Torin Zan <laughs> Zanfrelli. Zanfrelli. There we go. Yeah. Welcome, Torin. How's it going, man? Good, thanks. How are you doing? Oh, man, good, good. Um, good. Right before this, I was just catching up on a, some research and I was listening to an interview of you. So your past... Uh, there was some comments in that interview that I, that I want to question you on because, sure. um, you know, over this last year, we've learned some principles and some wording and some language. 100%. And I, and I pulled some pieces out of that interview that I want to question you on, but you know, yeah, like, let's, a lot let's, has changed since that interview for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, let's go back to you know around that interview is when you were doing some big transitioning so like give us some past and you know update us on this last year because it sounds like there's totally. a, been a bit happening sure uh so i originally came from massachusetts i was a chemical engineer out of an engineering school got a job out in billings montana for a chemical or for sorry an oil refinery as a chemical engineer um and so i honestly did not like it one bit uh the overall arching like idea of the job was cool being in the oil refinery and the, the science behind it was super fascinating but the long hours the constantly working nights uh overtime this that uh century on call 24 7 it was a lot of work and you know i did it because that was what i was supposed to do uh according to when i was growing up like you go get a good job you um keep working hard so you can get promotions and you go uh, retire and be able to provide for your family. And that was what I was told to do. And that's what I did. And I realized how unhappy I was. And I, that was never really something that was brought to my attention is what I should focus on is the happiness factor of working, <laughs> which yeah. is a, why I think a lot of people don't take that into account when they go find jobs or if they're becoming an entrepreneur or anything like that, they forget that aspect. And so when I was about three years in, I looked around all the people that I was working with that were there for 20 plus years, looking just as miserable as I was. I knew I had to get it. But like, I knew I was like, this is not for me. I cannot do this for another 20 plus years. Um, I'm just going to be stuck here. And it's just that emotional turmoil. I know that all too well. Like I'm an electrician and, and I've seen the, the 20, well, I'm, I am a 20 plus veteran. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that grumpy you old guy that you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's pretty good. But anyways, carry on. Yeah. And so I actually um, was looking at different ideas of what I want to do. And I was thinking about going and finding another job. Um, one that paid less, but I was able to have more freedom, more work-life balance, and I met my now wife at the time, and she was an entrepreneur. She was a wedding photographer, and I could not believe that that was possible to be able to make a full-time income and be able to work your own hours. And I like growing up, I was like, entrepreneurs are filthy rich or dirt poor, and they always work tons of hours. Yeah, and that was <laughs> that was what life like as an entrepreneur was. And so when she showed me that, and I was like, wow, that's something I didn't realize was even possible. And so I did a lot of digging and research on what I wanted to do once I left um, the company. And so I was looking at um, all the people around me who, or sorry, who I wanted to surround myself around and like, all right, cool. All these people invest in real estate or invest in stocks, invest in some sort of fashion. And so I dug really deep into investing, investing in real estate, day trading, long-term investing, index funds, all that kind of stuff, and started getting into crypto at that time too. And I, so, sorry, uh, I've spent a ton of hours after work digging into on like how I can use this to leave my job. Yeah. And so- those quiet I, those quiet night shifts when you get when you have a few yeah, hours to spare you're like on your phone 100%. going what what am i doing next yeah. how can i get out of here yeah <laughs> it was great motivation yeah <laughs> um and so i probably spent about a year or so really digging into different ways of investing and different ways you can become an entrepreneur and i stumbled upon uh digital marketing as a way to do more of a 
um, active income and I had some real estate properties for some more passive income. And so I was right when COVID hit, I was able to take a bunch more days of like really hours and hours working at home to even study at that time. And then they were doing a volunteer layoff program in the middle of COVID. And so I was planning on leaving anyways. So I signed up for that. It was a huge, nice little severance package to go along with it. And I was like, sweet, this will set <laughs> me up to be able to kind of try my journey on being an entrepreneur because a lot of a lot of people think um, a nine to five job is what you're supposed to do, where I think a nine to five job should be a fallback plan, mm-hmm. right? It's like, why aren't we trying when we're younger, trying some different things, um, being an entrepreneur, a business owner, this or that, or even attempting it for a year or two and be like, oh, okay, this is not for me. This is way more difficult or definitely not the style I thought it was just um, for me. So I'm going to go back to a nine to five. I can always put this on my resume why I attempted this and that kind of stuff. So um, now I've been an entrepreneur for a little over two years now. And so that has been a journey. And then I think right at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey of being into that digital marketing space is when I had that interview. And so a lot of learning has happened over the last two years. <laughs> Matt, um, it's it's so fun to hear people's stories and journeys. And and there's a, I, I don't know how old you are, but you look, your 20s, in your 20s? 29 29 okay perfect i'm i'm like 45 so we got a little bit of an age gap but i feel there's a quite a few similarities in our story over the past couple years of of like escaping jobs and and looking for something different and you know one of the things that i wanted to bring up from the start there from your past interview was you mentioned i i was looking for more and that and that word triggered something in me and i was like hmm i gotta ask him has he now like has he now switched from I'm looking for more to I'm trying to get closer. Like you want to you want yeah. to touch on that for a minute? Like <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest thing for me when wanting more was the frustration around being a salary employee. Mm-hmm. Right? Is I was working tons of hours and I was like, why am I not getting paid more? Yeah, right? it's like now I could be an entrepreneur and the more hours I work, the more I get paid. And so that was my whole idea of like why I shouldn't be punished. working more hours like (laughs) and so i definitely have changed my mindset around okay like time is my most important asset and so i try to find ways how i can gain more time in a sense of not working right Mm -hmm. how can i set things up in my work or um in my investments that can just be passive of other people run it and so then i can spend more time with my family doing things i enjoy going with my friends, that kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. Totally. So now are, so you still have your digital business going? No, actually I stopped doing that about eight months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the um, reason why I stopped doing that was once again, I was not, I was achieving more. I was trying to achieve more Yeah. and was not, um, what I'm trying to say, it's not scratching that itch. It wasn't actually fulfilling me in any form or fashion. Mm-hmm. So I was just constant. I was doing the job to be able to help other people, but at the same time, it was a lot more hours on my end. It was, it could be frustrating yeah. at times. And I was like, if I'm not happy doing this, why am I doing this? Right. So I need to go and try to find something. And I spent the last six to eight months really working on myself journaling a ton and really focusing on like what do I actually want to do in my mm-hmm. life and so luckily enough I, like we're in a spot to be able to do that financially and I have an amazing wife who is doing some great things as well and um, one of the things that we learned in the last six months is actually we decided to homeschool our uh, eight-year-old oh very cool. and so we yeah it's been a long journey but we wouldn't have been able to do that if I was still trying to pursue more Right. I was, if I was still trying to pursue more business and more money and this and that. So um, really focusing on the things that matter in life for sure. Having two entrepreneurs in the, like you and your wife um, is, is kind of cool because yeah. my wife is a nine to fiver and she, sometimes she doesn't quite understand the entrepreneur lifestyle. <laughs> um, so I'm interested to know, like, as you've been growing over this past year, like, has she just has she been along for the ride with you and like 
Like, how I, does that go? I honestly yeah. learned way more from her than she does from me. Like, That's she awesome. is a rock star. Yeah. Um, so she actually does. Um, she's working. She's working on a membership right now. It'll be an online membership for moms or women who want to be moms on being a life coach. And so, like, she t- like is a life coach for these moms and is absolutely incredible and changes their lives. And so she's working from more of an in-person model to more of an online subscription model. And she, it doesn't matter if you're a mom or non or parent, all these concepts can very, like can help you a ton. Right. And mm-hmm. so she has been helping me through this journey and especially trying to figure out who I am. Cause that's exactly what she teaches all these moms. Yep. <laughs> if you can live a, like, if you can work on yourself and be a better person, you will automatically be a better parent. Yep. Right. And so remove um, suffering from yourself and then help 100%. remove suffering yep. from others. <laughs> yeah. And so it's funny because she's been teaching me a lot of these different things and obviously has a much more feminine touch to it. Yeah. And I'm much more hardcore, like <laughs> learned from yep. like Jocko and Dr. Dispenser that are just like absolutely go, go kind of thing. And so I kept on pulling all these things from Nick Peterson and Jocko and Andrew Huberman and Dr. Jeff Spencer. And what I realized is all these people are saying the same thing, yep. right? And they're just saying it in a different way, in their own way. And it's the same thing my wife was saying. And I was like, it just, when I went to the Gray Wolf Summit, it all tied together. And I was like, holy crap, everyone is saying the same exact thing. And I need to obviously act on this. Like, this is clearly something important. And everything comes down to work on yourself, remove suffering from yourself and you can help so many more people. Yes. Yeah, man. It's been a hell of a journey over this last year. Like I, I didn't really know Nick Peterson or be in his world up until about a year ago when I kind of got into the wolf den, like I had seen some stuff, but I hadn't really dove into it. And over this last year, it has just changed my whole operating system. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, I got into the Wolf Den in August of 2021. So I got him pretty early. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was a guardian by December. And it was as like as soon as my friend showed me uh Nick Peterson and the whole uh Wolf Den itself, and I just consumed every second uh, <laughs> of videos that Nick Peterson put out there. Um mm-hmm. and it was back when he was just posting on YouTube and had like these general playlists that he had about in general, like what you should, um, how to basically use DeFi to your yeah. advantage as a tool and taking those concepts and just hearing it over and over again has laid out a foundation for how we live our life. Mm-hmm. And so I have, like want to thank Nick Peterson and all the team around the Wolf Den because their knowledge that they're putting out there is incredible. Like people would pay probably hundreds of thousands if not more for all of this material yeah it is wild how much is in there yes yes and if you can if you can live to learn and then give to earn you know the that's what the kind of the phrase is right now and and it just means so much because the living to learn part if you dive into this and implement and consume and and it's it's life-changing stuff. And like you said, uh, it just, just need to get in there. <laughs> yeah. And what I know um, a lot of people struggle obviously with time and trying to yeah. be able to consume this information. And so one of the things that um, I think we, we haven't really talked about this, but I'm part of the personal growth council within inside the Wolf Den. And one of the things that I want to kind of do is try to consolidate some of these videos into more of like a five minute clip. I know it's like extremely hard because they already do a really good job, but maybe try to tell my own story in my own way Mm -hmm. of how this, what this means to me and put it out there for people to kind of learn from and have just a different perspective. And I know how difficult it is to be able to spend all this time learning from people and implementing it and journaling on it. Like it is a time commitment and is an investment in yourself. hundred percent. Yeah. But through your journey, you know, you've learned some tips and tricks on like when it was just coming out and coming at us, we were just consuming and learning on the fly. But now the diffusion of innovation, right? Like, okay, now I've taken it. I've learned from it. 
it may not, it's definitely not the same. Here's my version of it. Because like you just said, there's so many people out there saying the same thing just in different words. Well, now it's your turn. <laughs> exactly. And one, we keep talking about diffusion of innovations. And it was really cool at the Grey Wolf Summit kind of seeing this with my wife because she was literally like taking down notes. And then after the speaker taught, she was like, okay, I need to change how I would say this to a mom and seeing it's like, okay, this is, uh, this needs a different touch because they're going to relate to this much differently. And I was like, holy crap, that is literally diffusion innovation, like at its finest. Yeah. And so um, really excited that she was able to go to the Grey Wolf Summit and start implementing certain things into her own courses that she teaches. Oh, 100%. You yeah. you can't take um, Grandmaster Mike Leone's exact words and, and, <laughs> and, and speak it into a female yeah. uh, environment. Put the fucking donut down. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to go over well. <laughs> uh, although, like, he he does just have a way with everybody. Like, it, it he was really in, does. It was, that was one of my favorite talks of, of the weekend, um, him and Dr. Jeff. But uh, Master, Grandmaster Mike's talk was uh, A1. Yeah, he is he's so funny and just like so captivating, right? The yeah. whole time you're just like wanting to be engaged with him. And so, and just, I love their whole idea of like, why is money such a taboo thing? Why do you like, you should not not want money, right? Mm -hmm. Get a lot of money so then you can provide and help many more people. Yeah. Right. And that's where my wife and I are really trying to, grow our businesses in a way of being able to provide for many more people. And one of the things that we actually just had last night, that's maybe why I'm, I might be a little raspy. I'm not sure, <laughs> but my uh, wife would put on a single mom fundraiser and she always does this during the holidays. She's been doing it for five years now and she under, she used to be a single mom. And so she knows how difficult it is during the holiday season. And she always wants to give back to those single moms and help them be able to pay their bills, be able to make Christmas and a special occasion for their kiddos, their uh, moms who their husbands have just recently passed away. So it's like their first Christmas without their, um, their partners and just all these heart wrenching stories. And so knowing how difficult it was for her, she always wants to give back. And so every year we're trying to grow this as more and more and try to spread the awareness as much as possible. Oh, that's incredible, man. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. When you messaged me yesterday saying you had a fundraiser, you didn't tell me what for, but that is, I'm yeah. How was it? Was it a good turnout? It was, yeah, it was great. Uh, we unfortunately had a massive snowstorm yesterday. It was probably about six to eight inches Oh no! Um, in a, like a few hours. Like we got absolutely dumped on. And so I think that kind of hindered some of the, um, Turn people out. showing up yeah. but overall it was a phenomenal experience we did have a good turnout for how much snow we got and a lot of people like we know people that were purchasing tickets beforehand um it didn't end up making it so i was like oh it's a bummer but yeah. overall great experience we had live music there's a bar a bunch of silent auction items and just a great place to get everyone together and have a great community you know that's what it's all about very cool you you're gonna have to let um Sorry, what's your wife's name again? April Sky. Yeah, you're going to have to let April know that um, she can either come on the show uh, or jump on a Twitter space for a highlight or something and just sure. and give us a quick rundown of, of what Absolutely. she's doing because that sounds it sounds very cool. Yeah, she's phenomenal. She's way better than me. I'm just, I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't downplay it, man. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, this last year, so you became a guardian a, a year ago. Yep. Um. And and there's been substantial growth from in the ecosystem from then till now. Like what what do you think about where we're going and what's what's to come? I uh, it we can't even fathom what it actually is going to look like because it's going to be way better than any of us can ever imagine, mm -hmm. right? Um, we we see the small little steps. And it's really sometimes difficult to zoom out to kind of see. And that's where um, people within the Wolf Den the team Guardian. are really, really good at. And people yeah. within the Guardians are really good at kind of zooming out and seeing, oh, we kind of see the vision of where this is going. And so seeing that growth from even just day one of being in the Wolf Den, right, mm -hmm. to being in Guardian. And then over the last year or so during this downturn in the market and just 
how much building there's going on and how much different potential partnerships and the people that are coming into these events, like Master Mike Leone, I would never have known Master Jason Campbell, um, Jeff Spencer, I would never have met and just start and you start seeing more and more of these people coming into this wolf den and showing their knowledge and having similar stories. You're just like, holy smokes, like this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And it's fun because like I've always had the vision of being 10 to 15 years out type of investment. And we're only like a little over a year into it. I'm just like, holy, (laughs) it's way more than I anticipated from the original inception of being in the wolf den. As an, as an entrepreneur and a business person, um, just being from the beginning till now and just watching the way it's being built by the team around Wolf Den and Guardian and Guard Foundation, like you just see their strategies and the way they execute. And, you know, being up in the Guardian tier, we get a little more inside information and an over the shoulder look at how it's being built. Those That's the priceless part about being a Guardian is getting those inside looks or those explanations of we did this because of this, or like this is coming up. So this is how we're positioning ourselves. Like that's, those things are just incredible to learn. Yeah. And like, to make sure to clarify for people, it's not like we're getting like, hey, make sure you invest in this thing because this <laughs> no. thing's coming up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, hey, here's like we have these teachings that we teach everybody. Okay, here's how we're literally putting in our own practices for the wolf den and yeah. these partnerships. And um, oh hey, look at these um CCA principles that we keep talking about. Here's a prime example, and just like being able, especially as entrepreneurs, we're able to like holy smokes, like we, if they can apply this to the Wolf Den and these Web3 um, platforms, I can easily implement this into my own business. Yeah. 100%. Right. And so, and it's cool, like on your guys' other um, podcasts with Ann and Jay and just hearing them just spewing out the CCA principles more and more. I'm just like, dang, like this is like just so much knowledge and it's so hard to consume because it's just, <laughs> so much and so i've actually kind of started pulling back a little bit so i can implement a lot of the strategies which could be tough yeah pull back from the learning yeah oh i'm glad you brought that up actually because that's that's a big thing like moving from a consumer to a creator that's you know one of the big things of moving up the tiers in the guardian academy is you started a wolf pup and you consume and then as you're moving up the tiers to wolf pack leader and stuff you're move into a creator and, and yeah now now that you've absorbed this knowledge and implemented and learned you almost do have to take a step back to just like get in your own zone to be able to create your own stuff because if you're influenced too much by you know all the stuff that nick says it could almost influence the way you talk about it and it wouldn't and it wouldn't be coming from you Am I making sense there? Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I have struggled with in the past is I was just kind of relaying the information and maybe pointing, um, showing how it's a little bit different than how, like, sorry, let me kind of step back. I'm in a few different communities here. I know when I went to the Grail Summit, I had a bunch of cigars. Like I'm in a cigar lounge, love cigars. And a lot of them are in the wolf den, right? Mm -hmm. They are people that are or wolfish on the wolf den all kind of stuff and at the times they're having these conversations and just didn't quite grasp some of the concepts and so i was able to keep saying the same concepts and just maybe because i knew their life kind of using examples in their own lives Mm -hmm. and so but it's still this i was still saying it like nick would say it and so now i'm working towards okay let me take these principles and how can i explain it from my own personal experiences that is different than nick and helping yep. diffuse these concepts. Yeah. Tell your own stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Play your game, tell your own stories. <laughs> yeah. It's, this is such a perfect, I'm, I'm so glad this, we had this call, man, because these are the, these are the things that I just love talking about is how people are moving through the whole ecosystem and then taking it and the giving to earn part, like just share, sharing it out with the world. Yeah, it's been incredible to see everyone's journey within the Guardian. There's some incredible people out there. Yep, yep. And you mentioned, you know, Anne and Jay and their base case and build. And there's been a 
there's been a few other people that we have on our uh, guest list actually that have created little side projects and you know you go out and you take a look in their groups and and the language is similar oh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure yeah i uh the cigars man i i got them right here from the green oh there summer. we go yeah there yeah go. i love it yeah uh <laughs> taking a few home for christmas holidays uh i i won't told my buddy i'm like i'm bringing home some cigars i got from down in phoenix so that was that was an a1 that was an a1 treat (laughs) i appreciate that yeah it's been a fun journey i'm in the process of getting the bands built out and i guess people don't know i'm starting my own cigar brand and so (laughs) so people kind of know what we're talking about and so right now i'm working on getting the bands built and then um, once i get that i'll be able to actually um i have the license and everything to be able to sell them but once I get the bands, I'll be able to wrap them up and start selling them to some local places here in Bozeman, Montana. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Same same blend or what? Yep. Same blend. It's just um, at the time I found, found that cigar I liked. And now it's just working on getting um, the bands printed because they have a gold foil that needs to be embossed. And mm. so that is a, yep. um, a difficult thing to do and finding the right people and it can be very expensive. It can be so cheap. And so they're trying to find a good quality person. That I don't have to spend an arm and leg on because mm-hmm. it's more of a hobby right now and more for fun. Yeah. Um. So switching around here, like you mentioned the, that you're on the growth council. Um. Yep. You're actually the first guest that we've had on since the councils were officially announced. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So let's talk about it for a little bit. Sure. Okay. So the, you're in the TGA growth council. You want to yes. just give a little rundown about that? Um, it's the cool thing being the first one. There's the um, blessing and the curse of being the first, obviously. Yeah. Um, people who get second see all of our failures and can work on that. But we have a lot of flexible and freedom, especially in the personal growth council. Um, we have a few different people that have different backgrounds that are all going to play our own game in just ways that, once again, focusing on removing suffering from ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we are all doing different things, Twitter spaces, podcast interviews, potentially there's potentially going to be like per, like videos that we can break down different concepts from the Wolf Den or the TGA Academy, sorry, and helping people just kind of see those concepts from a personal growth perspective. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of other council groups and just trying to help streamline the process for the entire uh, TJ Academy or the Wolf Den itself. So yeah. uh, I'm super excited. It's like, we are still very fresh. We haven't like, t- I guess we technically officially started, but it's January 1st is technically the official date, but we're all gung ho and already starting creating because we're super excited uh, to yeah. see where this goes and what we get to create and stuff. So. Yeah, I've seen inside a few of the council chats and everybody's wheels are spinning and it's it's a weird time of year because it's during holidays and you know it's the new year and I'm I'm expecting some really fun things coming out in January like there's already people doing a few little micro steps with some you know Twitter spaces or Zoom calls or hot seats I think we had there's a hot seat tonight coming up nice um, yeah and so just just seeing these councils um grow and and implement some things it's going to be so much fun inside the wolf den and tga this next year oh yeah like i'm super excited to see the different ideas and um there's so many creative people like i'm not a super creative person i'm a engineer by trade so i'm very Mm -hmm. logical and so i'm excited to kind of piggyback off some of the creative ones i'm like oh okay cool let's let's use that and let let me like use my logic to be able to create something from that um, so yeah, it's going to be incredible. That's I think so there's cool. going to be a lot of areas where people can pick where they want to play too. Like you 100%. mentioned about consuming so much content. I think there's going to be options. Like if you, if you come into the Wolf Den or TGA, um, there's numerous avenues that you can go down and just dive right into. <laughs> like it's, there's going to be so many options. Yeah. And it's going to be really cool because you'll have different areas where, maybe you're really strong in and you're able to deep dive and help others. But mm-hmm. there's going to be areas where you're like, you know, I'm really weak in this and this is area I know I need growth. And so I'm going to deep dive into here to help for my own benefit and yep. help provide for my family in that way and help teach these concepts to my friends, family, 
colleagues, so on and so forth. So it's going to be a cool dynamic to see where people kind of spend most of their time, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, either the the learning or the giving. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's amazing how the concept give, like just keeps coming back full circle every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, but they're doing it all wrong. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. All right. Well, what what else you want to talk about here today? Um, let's see. So I am working right now. I know it's it's very early but I want to basically build an online community for people who want to focus on personal growth. So this TJ council is a great micro step into building that. And so um, one of the things we talked about earlier is the cigars and mm-hmm. the cigars for me is a phenomenal human connection tool. And so I've spent the last year or so at the cigar lounge and I go probably about twice a week. And every single time I light up a cigar, I'm sitting there for about two hours and I have to have this connection with the person across from me. Right? I have to have a good conversation. You can't small talk for two hours if you're going to go there twice a day and see mostly the same people. Right. And so um, that really got me into having some really deep conversations, really hard conversations, helping people, learning from people. And so I took it for granted for the last year or so. And so I kind of had some of my um, friends from out of Bozeman area talk about how they didn't really have a community like that where they're from. And so I know how impactful I had like a local mastermind that I go to and the cigar lounge and the wolf den and just having these different communities all growing together and seeing the growth and being able to build off each other is massive. And once you start going into that personal growth area, you start seeing less and less people who want to get into that personal growth area. And so I wanted to build a community where people are surrounding each other with people who could look themselves in the mirror and know that, hey, I know I can make my life better. I know there's things I can change and I need to accept that and be able to start on that journey. The looking in the mirror is the hardest part. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's so tough. And I will say um, one of the, I'll say the biggest thing I have learned from uh, going on this personal growth journey is journaling is the most difficult, but most impactful thing you can do. Um, Actually, I pulled up one of the things that I like asking myself, maybe like once a week, even once a month um, is the most deep question that I can ask myself. I learned it from Jordan Peterson. He says, what is one thing that you are doing wrong? that you know you're doing wrong that you could fix and that you would fix. (laughs) It really uh, hits deep and you really start to focus on like the little things that are adding up, like not going to the gym, dopamine. um, Oh, I'm constantly distracting myself or I'm honestly not spending any time with my kids. Like all these, you get really, really nitty gritty and you're not going to like the answers that you come up with but those are the most important ones to deal with. Right. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, the, yeah, that kind (laughs) of hit home, that hit hit home already, man. And I'm not even journaling about it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Journaling is super impactful. I highly recommend it to everyone, even just like having a notebook with you and just randomly writing down your thoughts at times. And one of the, I drive in my car, uh, without music or podcast or anything like that mm-hmm. now. And so many thoughts are just flowing. And a lot of times it's negative thoughts. And a lot of times it's the same thoughts. And once you start writing them down, a lot of those negative thoughts, you can be like, oh, that is total BS. I am going to put that to the side. I don't have to think about that anymore. Can't believe that was consuming my thoughts. And so, or you have like, oh, I have this really cool idea and start writing it down and kind of flowing with it. So I, yeah, I cannot recommend journaling enough. I know it's difficult. Once you start, you'll see how like beneficial it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny you mentioned, you know, riding in the car, listening to podcasts. Like I used to, you know, as soon as I got in the car, my phone would connect and I'd just instantly press play and just start yeah. listening to something, <laughs> consuming something, right? Um, and I have a commute about half an hour each way, morning and night. So about an hour a day in the vehicle. And um and you're right. I just stopped listening to stuff, just sitting with myself for that half an hour, whether I'm like reflecting on, 
a million different things, whether they're good, bad or ugly or whatever, but just to be sitting alone with your thoughts in, in because I'm alone, I'm in alone in the vehicle yep. and I got that time. So I don't, I, now it's, I don't want to say I was wasting it before because I was on my path where I was consuming, but now it's like, now I use it as like focused alone time. It's kind of, it's kind of cool actually. Yeah. And I think the problem, especially with today's technology is when you have your phone with you, you can always distract yourself. You can always be consuming. You can always be on social media. This Like we don't have what we used to have where you could just go out. And once you're out, like you had to sit there, like when you're in line at the, like at the doctor's office, like you just had to sit there and maybe you like read a magazine. Like you don't have the same ways of seeking dopamine without effort. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some, one of these episodes, it's such a big topic that dopamine, um, one that definitely go down the rabbit hole <laughs> and start learning about because it's so important, but it's such a big topic actually. Yeah. One my, uh, wife and I just went to a place called Chico hot Springs. That's near uh, where we live. And she's like, I'm going two days without my phone. And like, I just basically have my phone just in case anyone was calling but pretty much we went two full days without our phones and we're like having these amazing conversations and we were having just uh, appreciation for the things around us, right? We're looking around, seeing how beautiful it was and appreciating how cold it was like, mm -hmm. around these hot springs. And so um, we noticed how like it's hard to define happier, but at the same time, like, we felt lighter, right? We didn't have this like overweighing thing on our backs and so once we kind of um had that like, oh we need to start doing this more often we need to like maybe once a week we're putting our phones away for the full day or maybe from 5 p.m on we put our phones away it's a very difficult thing to do but we noticed um the change almost instantly mm -hmm. like that after we came back and we had a phone like oh, our phone dang it like we have all these messages we gotta catch up back on and just a lot of it's silly stuff right? yeah one of the things and one of the things I noticed, and I'll probably have to journal about this after actually, but um, I have three daughters and to get to, if I notice them on devices like too much and just that high sense of dopamine for too long, their attitudes change. And then yep. it doesn't take them long though. You unplug them for a little bit and, and they're right back to being normal as I like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, you know, as normal as they can be right. Yeah. They're, but, but just that, uh, yeah, just that heightened state all the time is, is heavy. Like you said, it just felt lighter. Yeah. My, uh, stepson, he's eight years old. And so very easily wants to watch like YouTube videos or videos, mm -hmm. movies. And like, if we kind of let him have that, it's like, he constantly wants it. Oh, but as soon sure. as we're like, yep, no TV today, nothing. We're like, he doesn't ask for it. He's playing with Legos. He's doing art. He's like doing all these different things are super creative and fun. I'm just like, okay, so what are we doing wrong as adults where we keep doing <laughs> yeah. the things we're telling our kids not to do? Yeah. That's where I wanted to go with that. That's where I wanted to go with that thought is like, I can, I can tell my kids and, and I can see it in them. And then I just turn around and, and then I'm like on my phone, like working or working, yeah. you know? And, and it, so, yeah, it's a, it's tough. That mirror thing. <laughs> it sure is yeah well, i went to i go to counseling and i wanted another thing i recommend to people do but um we were talking about how growing up we're always told like oh do what i say not what i do mm -hmm. and yet we learn from leading by like people leading by example right yep. i'll learn from you by more of your actions rather than what you're saying mm -hmm. and yet as parents now now i'm a parent it's like oh I, I i see what they mean where i'm like crap i need to be better about leading example and not being on my phone and picking up a book instead and doing more creative things and kind of stirring up the brain without my phone or computer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot, especially in the last few years, you know, like COVID locked us all down and everything kind of the digital consumption went up, I would say substantially. And so now after two years of that or two and a half years of that everybody's kind of built those bad habits you know <laughs> it's it's yep. hard to break <laughs> yeah so but being conscious and aware is the first step and and just move out of it 100 percent, man yeah i think uh one of the, i wanted to bring up one of the other things we talked about uh, when you 
your and podcast mm-hmm. and talking about compound interest. And one of the things that we don't, I don't think really appreciate is the compound interest of our habits, mm. right? It's like once we start doing these small little steps over and over and over again, a year from now, they make a massive difference. And when you zoom out, you're like, holy smokes, I've done so much, but we're so worried about the day-to-day doing better. It's like, no, we just have to, on average, and slowly work on those things. And when you compound all these little tiny habits, they really compound over a year to two-year time frame, and you will become a significantly different person, a better parent, a better partner, better friend, right? Mm -hmm. So that is uh, another little thing from personal growth that we've learned in trying to emulate to our stepson. Yeah. Yeah, too bad I want to do that now, though. You know, <laughs> right? I, I just I just want the results now, though. Tony. I just want to be perfect now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, but it's all part of the journey, and that's what this has been for me personally over this last year. Is just you know, from December for like six or seven months, I just sat in like such an uncomfortable open loop, like just put a lot of stuff on hold and just like sat with it and tried to grow and learn and and. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable and it doesn't happen overnight because you can't learn you can't learn that fast like you and you can't implement to see results that fast. Right. I think at at the end of that 6 months, well not the at the end, but somewhere around that 6-7 month period was when you know it was like, "Oh, okay, now I now I feel comfortable in moving forward." <laughs> yeah, well I think Dr. Jeff Spencer said at the Grail Summit where it was like the staircase method where it's you learn, implement, learn, implement, learn, implement. Whereas yeah. most people just try to learn, 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 implement it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, um, that was a cool talk too. Um, I t- actually took a lot of things away from Dr. Jeff's talk. Um, every time he talks, I take away oh, loads of notes. <laughs> what, what an incredible man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard that episode of our, our recap from Grey Wolf Summit, but I, I got did, to yeah. I got to ride from the resort back to the airport with Dr. Jeff. That's <laughs> that was, awesome. Yeah, that was a cool little ride back to the airport. <laughs> just that one-on-one time, you just like, I am so inadequate. Because <laughs> all I feel every time, just like, I have so much stuff I can work on and be better at, and I know it. <laughs> but But he actually, he does give me hope as well. Like, you know, he just like, he... Yes, you may be doing stuff wrong, but like this, this is where you are. <laughs> and these no, are the like, steps. And this these is are my the steps. own. Yeah. yeah, that's my own criticism to myself. Whereas yeah. like, he's just showing you the pathway and you're like, yeah, you're right. Like I, there's like, I could just do this thing and get me there where it's like, I know it's hard and yet I'm not like, I need to actually push myself and actually like struggle through this to be able to get there. And he shows you how like, quote unquote easy it is and gives you the game plans and gives you the pathway and you just have to actually want it and actually do it yeah and so um it's it's phenomenal just how much wealth of knowledge from like basic inception of being uh like a business owner entrepreneur even employee and just all the way from being like top level executive or being the best at golf and being the best musician and all these kind of things. So he like has just every step he can help you with, which I have never met a man like that. that could do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in just a short little quick conversation, he almost knows where you are. <laughs> like he, he can place. <laughs> he's he a wizard. Play, yeah. He's a <laughs> wizard for sure. And that's, you know, that's one of the benefits of that I've seen is just being in proximity to that and getting these conversations has been incredible. Yeah. And I think the Grey Wolf Summit was a prime example of that. And not only are you getting conversations with the speakers, but you're also getting conversations with people that are attending, right? Mm-hmm. Like we had to have, we happen to have a couple of great conversations, you know, people like Jeff Moore, who was yep. there, um, was just absolutely phenomenal to talk to. And I like honestly couldn't even tell you all the names because there were so many uh, people I just had like impactful conversations with. And I'm like, okay, I need to reach out to them later. All right, cool. I need to watch what they're doing with their social media so then I can learn from them because they're just that many steps ahead of me that I know I can learn from them. And everyone has a different area in their business or in their life that I can learn from. Mm-hmm. So. 
yeah, that's why I'm so excited for this podcast and the, and, you know, the little bit of transition of, because there was, we've just seen so many, the wealth of talent and knowledge and just that needed a voice and a place to share and, and I, and I want to learn it all. So I'm going to, be, I'm going to start bringing all these people on. So yeah. It's yep. a, selfishly, it's, it's pretty awesome for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit selfish <laughs> for sure. But um, I mean, you guys are put in the work, so you guys deserve yeah. it. Yeah. You're going to have to uh, come back and give us another little update when, you know, on the councils and how that's going and how you're growing and, and everything about that, because it's, it's a never ending adventure. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. I, I'm super excited to see where this goes and to see my own personal growth through it and how I can help others along the ways. And, um, I'll definitely have to ask my wife if she wants to be on the podcast and see if she wants to get highlighted at all. Cause once again, like I learn so much from her and I'm just the face in the wolf Tank community, whereas like she is the, the mastermind behind everything. So yeah, I love to have her cool. on and see, see what she says. <laughs> yeah, because like you said, she's diffusing the information out in a totally different avenue, like to to new moms and single moms like that. That doesn't fit in the crypto world, you know, the crypto web three world. Like what? The, where's the connection there? But there is. But there is actually a connection. So that's cool. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's really exciting to see where all this kind of ties together in five, 10, 15 years from now it is it's going to be wild. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, man. What? Anything else you want to leave our guests with? Like a last thought, topic, mind melter? Oh boy. Um. I don't. I, don't, I think I kind of hit most of the things. I'm trying to think of. Oh, um. One of the things I learned from the Gray Wolf Summit that I've been implementing almost every day of my life is uh, the breath work from Master Jason Campbell. It is a five minute exercise. Um, that is absolutely phenomenal. I think it's zenpiano.com is where you can find it and download it. It is, I start almost every morning with that. Or if I'm frustrated, if like something's not right, I'll go and sit and do this five minute breath exercise and almost instantly feel better after. Mm. And so um, once again, I would never have known that except for the Grail Summit. And there's many other examples of breath work Wim Hof is a super famous person who does breath work. And um, at first I was kind of weary, but after listening to Dr. Andrew Huberman on his podcast, talking about breath work and stress and um, how, why it works psychologically or sorry, scientifically why it works. Mm -hmm. It is, I was like, okay, like I can really get behind this and really use this. And so I have a long list of things that I know that make me feel better if I'm doing them. And breath work is something that is super easy to do. You can spend five minutes and start doing today. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier than journaling. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the peaceful or the breath work will get you into a place where you could actually maybe journal. Like, yes, you yeah. know, it's, it's just those little micro steps and there, there's, it may be uh, overwhelming at times to, to hear of all these principles, especially if you're just coming in right now and you just try and consume all this content and you just hear so much, but it's just the little micro steps. Just take yep. those little pieces to implement and, and it'll come. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Torin. Sweet. I appreciate been, it. This has been wicked. Thank you. Thanks so much.